0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, friends, neighbors, and, uh, well, you. Yeah, you. You got a problem? <laughs> you have a problem? I didn't think you did. I didn't think you did either. We're going to talk to people that don't have problems because, hey, in lawn care and in turf grass, Ray, we don't have problems. All we have are solutions, including for our special guest tonight. who we We'll introduce here in a second. But, Ray, how are you this evening?
1: Huh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for asking. You
0: you look good in that shirt. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to put it out there because I want to be the first to comment on it and say that you do look pretty dapper, and I'm proud of you for wearing it. Now, with us <laughs> this evening is our good friend and our uh, uh, one of the newest people in the industry. I'd like to introduce our friend from the Roots Lawn Care, Curtis. Curtis, how are you
2: this evening? Good. Fine, sirs. How are you guys?
0: good you and this guy look i feel underdressed tonight i feel (laughs) underdressed i think Jay pink's got a collared shirt on i'm i'm just doing like a a little pullover thing here like a quarter zip uh i didn't get the memo fellas, that i was supposed to wear a collar so i uh (laughs) feel bad like i said i feel underdressed maybe later i'll just take my shirt off and really lower it down a little bit further if i possibly can (laughs) so but no uh this this is this is going to be a good episode because uh uh the the way that uh curtis was described to us you know we always do like a little you know scouting report of who are we talking to and what are we talking about and i will tell you that um our friend mr martin who is right now probably about 25 feet in the air wiring up uh some very very important key electrical components in a building that he is working on for an undisclosed project uh he is busy right now he's indisposed maybe he'll call in later Maybe he won't. I don't know. I just told him to make sure he doesn't electrocute himself uh, during this time. So or uh, fall down. Way, well, <laughs> I'm sure Ray doesn't. Matt scream like a guy who is all about fall protection. Like I feel like he has anxiety about heights and is probably all worked up over it. So I could see him having his own personal lanyard, you know, something like that to make sure he's tied off correctly.
3: But, 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 the way that he described this to me is that you know he had a. Very uh, <laughs> to May. i think we just lost to May.
1: oh yeah yeah so uh so so yeah I, i'm imagining that uh yeah being all about for, for protection i hope i mean uh but then uh i know the other side of uh that's a little bit risky so it's kind of a toss up but <laughs> but hopefully yeah i mean uh, somebody tells me 25 feet up in the air i say thank you but no thank you you know <laughs> i mean i don't do heights either i mean i the closest i come to uh high work is I get called to spray some pretty high trees because I have the equipment. But other than that, uh, everything gets done, you know, with two feet on the ground.
2: Right. No, I'm right? definitely, I'm definitely not a a heights person either at all. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So, which, uh, which is why you, uh, I suppose, you stick to lawn care.
2: Yes, sir. Pretty yes, much,
1: it. yeah. Because that's uh, that's kind of like uh, my lane as well. Is as, uh, I like to have both feet on the ground, and in fact, uh, i I prefer to qualify that by saying I prefer to have my feet on flat ground if possible. Although, yeah. due to my location, that's not always what I get. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, a thirty degree grade. <laughs> right, right towards the ocean, right, right, yep, right towards the well, ocean the... or uh or right d- or or if not towards the ocean, right down a hundred foot deep gulch,
3: either way, you know, you know your
4: fate
0: not... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yeah. that's I'm not sure that you know to get the death talk out of the way early, I'm not sure that that's one that you would <laughs> like to survive, okay, so. You know, take that for what it's worth. There it is, Ray and the Death Fan. Uh, so, <laughs> as uh, before I was so rudely interrupted by my internet service provider and, uh, you know, maybe some of our friends in Russia, who knows, uh, I was going to ask is, okay, hey, you decided to come up with this lawn care business and you're getting ready to push out there, but like, tell us, you know, how did you get here? What's your background, right, into getting into, the, you know, this this career, this parallel career? Uh, as it was described to me, where did you come from and how'd you get here?
2: Uh, my story probably is, is pretty similar to PJs, uh, that we heard a few weeks back, um, up until probably about three years ago when we bought, bought this house. To be honest, I absolutely hated grass. Um, I was, a cut it down to the ground. Hopefully it doesn't grow back anytime soon. Uh, (laughs) kind of person. I just wasn't an outside person other than sports. Um, but when we decided and, and, and bought this house and moved in, uh, looking at all the neighbor's yards and, uh, figuring out that pretty much most people around here are paying people to, to maintain their yards, um, which is what we also did the first year, uh, just because it was, that was the best option. Um, we came from a much smaller yard, a much smaller home, so we didn't have the equipment uh, to really maintain not that this yard is huge, but still we just didn't have the equipment to really maintain this much easily, so I just continued the services uh that the previous owner used um, and then as i'm as I'm paying for those services, I started you know to get <laughs> get some questions as far as, you know, what am I paying for and what they're doing? Um, yeah. and to be honest at this point, I would say that I was asking pretty basic questions and I, I wasn't getting any answers. Now, again, the guy cutting the grass, this, how much, you know, this, is he really going to know about grass? Um, or how much can you expect him to really know about grass? Uh, but I was also asking the fertilizer guy, uh, again, what I, I would, consider now to be basic questions and just part of it was he probably didn't know some of the answers cause he just shows up in sprays. And part of it is also, he's probably in a hurry. Um, yeah. So, but that just, that led me to start asking questions, which then led me to, to, well, not led me to YouTube, but led me to looking this up on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. and as I'm sure my wife would, would answer, <laughs> uh, we haven't had cable TV in probably ten years, so YouTube okay. or Twitch is really my my TV watching. And so for the last three years, pretty much from time I stop working till I fall asleep, that's my TV. And so for three years, it was really Grass videos, uh, which cool. un- unfortunately this last year I figured out that there's a whole lot I need to unlearn from what I. I learned the first couple of yeah. years. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't I mean, when if you show up on YouTube today and you don't know any better, you're gonna go down the Yumik rabbit hole. uh We know what channels YouTube, yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, is gonna and, push and that, you to.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I think what you're saying though is it's a situation not unlike many people, right? right. And it's not that you need to unlearn it. I just think you know you need to uh, need to take stock of the depth and the breadth of knowledge that it 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 would take right to you know to do this at a higher level if you're a DIYer uh and to uh you know certainly especially if you're a pro applicator you know you have a, a much greater responsibility right you're not just responsible for you know your family and your pets and the things that are out there currently you're you know, now you're taking other people's, uh, situations into account. Right. And so I, you know, I, I appreciate that, that you understand that there's, you know, there's a divide there. And I always, I always kind of call it the, the ceiling of knowledge, right. That there's a certain point that those folks, God bless them, good people that they'll get you to, right. And you're just going to bang your head against the ceiling because there's, you know, there's not a lot of background on the why and, um, you know, understanding all the options that you have and the tools that you have at your disposal. So, so that's interesting that, you know, you went down that path. So let me ask this because I know there's, there's folks that are in your situation or maybe a little bit behind you, right. In terms of thinking about this or maybe even a little bit further ahead. But, um, what were some of those issues that you were like, man, I just really need to dig in on this and figure this out. What were some of those things that you found yourself, you know, questioning and trying to find a deeper appreciation and knowledge for,
2: um, well, the first thing that hit was after I stopped after I stopped services that that I was paying for. Um, obviously, the first thing that hit was weeds. Um, I had a ton of oxalis uh, that popped up all around the yard. I had a ton of spurge that popped up around the yard, um, and then just some various broadleaf weeds here and there. So, pre-emergence was the first thing um, that I really had to to learn about and figure oh, yeah. out. Um, so th- that's the first thing that kind of hit. Um, I spent probably a, a, a few years there testing different products. Um, of course, I spent a lot of time with the, the green County products. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not that, you know, <laughs> if it, you put out, micro green, you're going to get a response. Your ass is yeah. going to get darker. Yeah. But I can honestly say over a couple of years, the more products I, I put out, it just, I guess I, I don't know if, if maybe my expectations were off, but I, I didn't see a huge return on what, on the amount mm-hmm. of products that I was putting out. Um, yeah. And again, it doesn't happen overnight. At some point, a year two years in and you're like
4: "Eh,
2: i want this to work (laughs) but no and and again yeah again not knowing what to expect um you know that's kind of the circle that i ended up in
0: um well and no and i think i think that's a really important thing right in terms of what you just said there and ray would i know would agree with me because he's huge about this i'm huge about this uh matt tried to not talk to as many people as he could on his route so i don't know how much he was into this but uh (laughs) um uh you know the the setting of expectations right so having gone through that process yourself right i think you have a a deeper appreciation maybe more than even we do right as pros like because you know we you know before we even got to that point of setting expectations like we had a really good idea of what worked And I think you are coming at it from a standpoint where you can appreciate it as a homeowner and somebody who used to buy services, right, and be in their shoes. And that's a whole different animal, I think, of being able to describe something and say, hey, listen, we're going to apply this product. Here's the response that we should see. And depending on the type of product and the time of year and all those things, I mean, you could say, hey, listen, we're going to see results from this in a month or three months or six months. And here are the results that we're going to see. I think that's a powerful thing and that's what I've seen from, you know, some of the best turf managers, regardless of whether they're in lawn care or sports or golf or anything are the people that, you know, it it almost seems like they're predicting the future. And, And I know Ray is really good at that piece. So Ray, what would you, you know, what would you tell your former self about that expectation setting piece? You know, have you evolved in that sense? And if not, I mean, have you always just had that gentle bedside manager of coming in there and saying, you know, well, yep, this whole lawn's fucked and it's going to be a... <laughs> I can picture that. <laughs> or I can picture you just getting old and
3: grumpy too. I, I don't know.
1: You know, Ryan, I think I basically came from an interesting situation where I was caught in the middle of another life where people were overpromised and the underlings were then left to figure out how to make miracles happen. And barring that, I'm the one that just had to, you know, step aside, pull people on the side, and then tell it like it is. And I had to do that at a rather tender age as well <laughs> you got your stripes <laughs>
0: early ray you got your stripes early mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. i can you imagine know, that I so can imagine. so you know setting expectations and then flip side of that though is very early on i had to know what i'm talking about so that i wouldn't be bullshitting anybody and then that's that some yeah that'll get you in trouble won't it yeah yeah that'll get you in huge trouble so early on i had to absolutely know and to the point where i tell somebody a is going to happen today and you're going to see b next week you know i had to uh be that that accurate with it
3: (laughs) Yeah, and I and I think too,
0: you know, Curtis, for in your situation and just starting out, I think you know that's something of of showing progress, right? Of just saying, hey, we're here now, and maybe you don't give them as expectations until, you know, what it's going to look like in, uh, uh, until the end of the year, right? You try to maybe not be so short term with your expectations.
3: Excuse me. <laughs> Man.
0: Nope, not three for a dollar. Sorry. <laughs> no. I knew I sh- and I shouldn't have snorted that red pepper with the pizza tonight, Ray. Just a bad, <laughs> bad idea. Whoa. bad idea. Whoa, I know. Hey, <laughs> clear, clear as the nostrils. Clear as the nostrils. So, um, well, no, I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. So, go ahead.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Mainly, I think what it, what it, kind of the full circle, what it comes back to is, is. You start to learn as far as, you know, when push comes to, shove, comes to shove or the rubber meets the road or any of that, it comes back to NPK. Um, mm-hmm. And it comes back to soil tests. So, yeah. uh, you know, knowing what you're actually deficient in um, and what you need to, to attack with um, is going to give you the best results. And again, it comes back to NPK um, and your pH yeah. in there and, and all that. Yeah, so, the, well, the, um, the basics, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The basic. yeah. basics, yeah. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: mean, uh I will I'll definitely say that is that, you know, a lot of those things that you talked about applying and a lot of the stuff that gets put out there now, uh and and certainly before when you were getting into it, you know, from some of those other folks. Again, nothing wrong with it. Will it work? In most cases, yeah, it will. But you know, I think Ray and myself and Matt would all agree that in a lot of cases you're treating the signs right and not necessarily the root you know the root cause pun fully intended with your business name sir uh you're not treating the root cause right and 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 that's a that's a really big thing um i you know the other thing ray i've I've said this before and maybe it's not as polished as you know that part is uh you know you date the biostimulants and all that fun stuff but you marry npk My good friend Love My Lawn, who just just threw us five dollars in the chat for absolutely no reason, and keep your money, sir. Mm -hmm. Save it and buy me five natty lights. Okay, whenever I see you next. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know that that is uh, that's a saying he loves, and I've I've fallen in love with it too. And it's true, right? You can have fun Mm -hmm. and have a great time and enjoy each other's company with the bio but there's really no substance there. There's no future, right? I mean, it'll help Mm -hmm. you out a little bit, and you know, like I said. Sow your wild oats, you do some sure. things that maybe you wouldn't do. And then yeah. Ray, you get back and you marry that old girl NPK. She'll take care of you. She'll feed you. She'll clothe you. Keep a roof over your head, right? All those all those mm-hmm. beautiful things, right?
1: All those important, All the important stuff. And so yeah, you You fool around with all of the biostimulants and organic matter and uh trendy stuff. But what keeps the grass green and growing is NPK, and it does it reliably, predictably, day in, day out. No excuses.
3: Yep. And yeah, and uh... and so <laughs>
0: so as you evaluate things, I mean, I think that's something that's important too, and and especially in today's climate, is going to be a, a big part of your businesses. Assessing what those things are, I'm glad you said soil testing because, you know, now more than ever with you know, twenty five, thirty, thirty five dollar bag of you know, what I would consider to be pretty basic run of the mill fertilizer, you know, it, it, it can be a differentiator. I think it can be a huge differentiator to be able to say, we're going to do that. I know that you know this this other stuff's in your five step program, but look right here, it's on the say on the sheet. You don't need that. You're paying for stuff you don't need. So. We're here to tell you that we can do it a different way and provide just what you need and price it accordingly. So I'm glad you're saying that. So, okay, so you make this move and you and you decide to start the business it, you, without revealing too much or as much as you feel like, but, you know, what, is this going to be something that you're going to do as sort of a side hustle for now, or are you going all in on it? Or And if you are doing it as a side hustle, what's your, what's your uh, quote-unquote day job? Again, uh, as it, much as you want or as little as you want no
2: that's right it is um it is going to start out as a, as a side hustle um for the last 20 years i've uh programmed pos systems for restaurants and retail stores um so that's i still still do that um so uh and it was actually my wife who after torturing uh with i, I guess she would say grass videos for for almost 3 years <laughs> She said, uh, you know, all this knowledge that you've you've gained, why don't you do something with it? Which. It may be one day it may have clicked for me, Um, but Mm -hmm. honestly, I was just I was so focused into just our grass learning. Um, Yeah. Yeah, learning. And that's you know, that's what's that's what's made me good at my day job is that I. I want to know as much as I can and not to be a know-it-all, but just to be able to be helpful and efficient and, uh, you know, be able to do a good job. I seek knowledge. That's, that's how I was able to sit and watch grass videos for, for three years solid. <laughs> um, because I just, I yeah, just, and that's what... I, I want to know as much as I can. Um, so I, uh, and... I think that will also then roll over into, into this job. Um, Or this line of work is is obviously there's no i i have figured out there's no end uh to learning uh either chemicals change or diseases change or uh, there's always something evolving all the time so i i think above anything else that's what draws me into it uh is problem solving there there's something to fix there um Mm -hmm. and that's really what what i enjoy doing so uh, uh, no, that's, and I—that's basically I, I, what led me into it.
0: And and I think that's that's a fantastic approach because you know that's where, like, I don't want to say anybody can can make applications do stuff, but it sure seems like sometimes it's just anybody out there. But I think the, the again the differentiators that you offer and will continue to offer, right, is just that you know you're trying to provide the maximum amount of value to your customers, right? So selecting the right products you know, performing the work at the right time and trying to always be mindful that, hey, you know, there's always, you know, sort of a baseline of how you treat things, but also too that, you know, each customer's yard is unique and each customer's yard is different and you have to kind of, you know, either work with them and say, hey, yours, you know, your yard is unique because X, Y, Z. We can, you know, we can use that to our advantage and do these things or, you know, you got some people that, don't want to pull the trigger and don't want to uh, make the investment sometimes, but that doesn't mean that you still can't do you know a good job doing the basics for them. And I, I think that's just so, so important. So, okay. So you're, you're in this mode now where this is year one, right? Like this is the mm-hmm. first full go at it. Okay. So what, you know, take us through your process of obviously, you know, we're talking about gaining the knowledge, but like uh, your wife, who sounds like a wonderful woman, by the way, that pushed you yeah. in a good direction. That's good is uh you know she you know lights this fuse and says, Hey, go out and do something with this. What has been your process to get to right now? Here we are right on the front lines, getting ready to start the twenty twenty two season this is your first season is it, with this as a side hustle some of the thoughts that have gone through your head
2: and the things that you've had to do to get this thing going uh, it's um just <laughs> knowing well m- me and my life um this has worked out perfectly because obviously this was probably the worst time in, in history, uh, to start yep. up a, uh, this kind of business, which would, which would mean this would be the time that I would start this business. Um, so <laughs> that's just how you my, life, that you have bad my timing? life goes. Yes. My life is just <laughs> some someone in this world has a whole lot of good luck because they have their own and they have mine. So, <laughs> Uh, that's just the way my life rolls. So, uh, uh-huh. you know, it started out just this—not just this kind of business, but this is this is my first business that I've started. So, you know, I had to start with CPA, a business attorney, try to get yeah. those things squared away, um, and then uh, I spent a lot of time. And and the thing is, this industry is the people in this industry um, are fantastic. Um. I've reached out to tr- to several people uh, across the country and I've not been turned away uh, once mm-hmm. at this point. Um,
0: and I, that's good. I mean, I, I think you will find that Ray would tell you the same thing is that, you know, it is, it is very much, uh, a, well, number one, it's an incredibly small industry. You think, you think that, Oh, Hey, there's every time Dick and Harry on every street corner, but man, it's a small industry. We know each other pretty well. Um, and, the, here's what I would say is, uh, and Ray, maybe you can speak to this too. I've encountered a ton of people. I mean, tens of thousands of turf professionals that I've met in my career. And, you know, you can instantly tell if they're a good one or not just by their willingness to help somebody else for nothing, like literally for no other reason other than to say, listen, man, if you know, you're better than me at some things, I'm better than you at some things. There's something we can learn from each other. And let's go figure it out. Like, let's just try. And if we don't, you know, do it this yeah. time, we'll do it the next time we see each other.
1: Yep. And what I what I have to add to that is even within the business, uh, if you get a good reception, that is because the person on the other side can tell you're serious about this and you're serious about doing this right. I mean, and when one of us old timers in the business sees that my god we are going to drop everything to make sure that we pass it on to you because uh we just want to see what we know live on in the next generation of people
0: and 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 that's the interesting part and i think that's the part that i'm glad to hear you know your embrace of learning curtis is because like there's only so much the youtube videos and the books and all this stuff i mean i hate to sound like that old school like you got to go to the school of hard knocks <laughs> like all that bs like kind of stuff it but but it's true like there's some things you just got to get in there and figure it out and i'm you know i'm sure you've been you know working in an industry you know a singular industry for two decades now i mean you've probably seen a lot of evolutions of the just like what you said product's change, systems change, hardware changes, whatever. Like you got to evolve and adapt otherwise yeah, the world passes you by. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you know, you, you go through all the you go through all the the business stuff, but from a from a, a a turf perspective, you know, how are you formulating the your your initial offer to these clients and customers and how are you thinking about acquiring them? Like what has been your mindset as far as that in terms of you know going out and reaching out to them is it going and knocking on doors is it doing direct mail is it you know internet ads facebook ads what's what's been sort of your approach so far and have you found any success in any particular area so far
2: well honestly that's probably the the biggest the biggest place i've been lacking my plan was to have some type of advertising out whether it be flyers or postcards um mm-hmm was to have that out by November. Cause I figured that, you know, the mm-hmm. big companies were going to have their mailings out in January at the latest. Um, so I wanted to get ahead of that, unfortunately, just with, with everything that hasn't, that hasn't worked out. Um, but going forward, the plan will be to have some flyers, knock on doors. Um, direct mailing on on kind of direct mailing, not necessarily through the postal service, because there you have to obviously you have to pick anyone that's well, I say obvious because I've looked, everyone may not have looked. But when you do direct mailing through the postal service, you have to pick a route and you have to deliver to everyone on that route, um, whether they would be people that would qualify or not. So Mm -hmm. I will take a little more time and look up individual addresses for homes that I actually want to mail to. And I will just personally um, take the time to mail to those houses instead of just drop it on a whole route. Um, One, to just, you know, save a little bit of money in the beginning and two, really to to just target the people that I want to target. Um, And that will be just kind of working out for my home and and working out outside of that. It's mainly just been word of mouth, just people that I know, neighbors, um, family, things like that. So. Um, so I have a small list of people that I have ready, that are you know going to start out right now. But but mainly it'll be knocking on doors and flyers and things to try to acquire more people. Will be the plan. I
0: mean, I I I love that strategy just because you know in and I know Ray is very much a quality over quantity guy, and I think in this case, especially with being a side hustle, like you have to be, you have to have something to to build that portfolio up and show your skills and learn. Like just learn in a in a in a ray, in a safe space. Right? In a place where Exactly you know your friends or your neighbors or somebody that you can say oh. There I go. There you go. Uh, listen, I've I've got uh you know a plan of how I'm gonna attack this and, you know, here uh, here's what we're gonna do and here's how we're gonna work through this. And then uh, as that happens right they're going to be less judgmental less likely to just say oh you know get the hell out of here and i'm not saying that what you're going to do is not going to work but i think that proving ground and building out you know stuff like that that's a that's a great model to follow especially when you're you know new and you you've already got demands at home with you know family and you know your primary job all that kind of stuff like you can drown yourself in work real easily but you know oh, it doesn't mean sure. you're going to be making money doesn't mean you're going to be you know be um know profitable or uh you know profitable in a business sense or profitable in a knowledge and experience sense so that's good so you know the 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 product piece is sort of interesting well go ahead ray i'm sorry i was i didn't interrupt you
1: yeah it's uh you know my, my advice is build up slowly and uh what you build on is it is all about your reputation You know, that is, uh, that's just uh, what I find to be most valuable is, you know, establish your reputation, uh, set yourself apart from your other service providers that are just doing the same things uh, the same way and getting, I guess, the same results. you know well, and you, I, need, you need to kind of set yourself apart
0: <laughs> and i and i think the the you know the natural progression who you know i don't know what you're if this is always going to be a side hustle or if it, you know who knows you break in and, and go big or go home but um you know i think starting in the in that smaller space right of friends family places where again you you have some margin for not error but margin for learning you know and building trust and those types of things and figure that stuff out. And then, yeah, then you go target. Hey, let's go into this, you know, this year subdivision or wherever it is. Right. And let's build some route density and let's just start, you know, checking off those boxes It's always easier said than done. But I think that's a, you know, it's a healthy growth strategy for somebody who's not like, I need to have 200 accounts by the end of this year. I need to have like, that's a completely different animal, right. Versus. Hey, I want to have whatever, you know, 20 or 30 kick-ass accounts that I can point to every single one of them and be like, yep, that's mine. Yep, that's mine. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, that's, I that's did the that. kind of thing. That we, <laughs> yep, I did. <laughs> we need this. We, gosh, Ray, you're killing me. You're killing me. Speaking of, uh, of, of figurines and posters, I did have to ask, this is a little off topic, but is that a Air McNair uh, cutout on your desk right there?
2: Uh that is, yes, Aaron McNair. Uh figurine, Pride that was that was my guy. Pride The Pride of Alcorn State. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was yeah. that was my guy. It started with Warren Moon and then evolved mm-hmm. into Aaron McNair there, but yeah, yep. yep,
3: Okay.
0: Okay. That's cool. I watched him play his in person, his last game in college. I watched him I lost him the uh not to for everybody, not to bore everybody, but he was he was something special in college. I mean, we have an NFL player playing in a lower level. It was like man against boys. It was yeah. pretty special. But anyhow, I saw it and I had to ask because there are probably a majority of people watching here right now that are of a certain age that have no idea who he is, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's a damn it's very shame. Very unfortunate. You got to go yeah. on to Wikipedia, Jay Pink, link it up, Steve McNair, Wikipedia. It needs to be in the chat. Imperative. One of the uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks who's not in the hall of fame yet but should be should be. so all right um okay so product wise now you know we talked a little bit zero about your evolution and you know what you've what you first consumed and believed or, 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 or purchased and everything like that is how you know how do you as a new person in the industry go about selecting products because i see this happen from time to time where there's a lot of options out there you're sort of wide-eyed it's same thing i mean it's the same thing just in a different scale as when you're first coming onto youtube and watching stuff for grass what's been your experience so far in trying to get your arms wrapped around like selecting vendors and looking at different products and comparison of prices things like that what have you seen so far
2: well i i, I think it, it may have been in the pre-show um Okay. I mentioned that uh, within a mile of me, just in opposite directions, I have a Site One and I have a Advanced Turf solution. So, oh, there you I go. I think for the most for the most part, I think I've chosen to work with Advanced Turf Solutions more. But no matter what vendor you pick, especially when you're new, is is it's good because you have a resource mm-hmm. there. Agreed. But it's bad because you don't know what that resource's agenda is. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah so you know dealing with a vendor i he almost had me talked into going with granular pre emergent and uh uh for pests and everything granular which the mm-hmm. one thing I will say is over my the course of my three years of learning um I sprayed a lot now i did i did mm-hmm. go granular i did go uh with with carbon earth stuff. Um, while when it was available, uh, but I did spray a lot of spray for diamine. Um, uh, now I'm sitting here on camera and my mind's gonna go blank, but I did spray you're for growth. Um, okay, okay, so okay, now, I am comfortable, so yeah, you spraying, okay, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and that, and I. I think that will be my plan going forward.
0: I think that's where you're going to see your best results. I think it's where you're going to be most profitable. And I'll be quite honest, like, you know, just how, you know, we sort of like, once you, you know, once you get established in business, you have sort of a playbook, right? I'm sure in your day job, you know, you walk into a place, you're like, Oh, yep. This, 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 I need to do that. I guarantee you that those sales reps have a playbook for, okay, Hey, new guy in the business. We're going to cut down the learning curve and we're going to give this guy an all granular thing. Cause hard to screw up it's it's this it's that
1: easy button yeah easy button to apply however Mm -hmm. however however aha you know (laughs) granules have what i consider a ceiling on efficacy and you know that ceiling on efficacy that starts to not play well with my little statement of you should expect to see this in approximately a week because then granules can introduce that uncertainty and that unpredictability into the program that uh, for me personally i don't like that you know i really don't like that i don't feel comfortable with it uh i'm not one of those people where i can run the fertilizer spreader across a lawn and then uh, just told people, eh, it'll be good, you know. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, right. And well, <laughs> that
0: and, and that's 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 the truth. And I think you know, especially with um, the liquid side, I'm not saying go all liquid because I've heard, Ray, you'll be surprised to hear this. You know, so in relative terms, you know, liquid prices have not gone up nearly as much as what Grainler has, right? Mm-hmm. And but I have heard, oh, mm-hmm. huge butt. I mean, uh, a mm-hmm. surmix a lot to the 10th power size butt. Okay. Uh, it is essentially this it's that I hear sales reps saying, oh, well, hey, man, you should just go all liquid this year. It's going to save you a ton of money. And I have to do the Ray laugh. You know, Ray, when you get really cackling and just laughing mm-hmm. somebody out of the room, yeah. I get, I, I yeah. get. <laughs> I get that laugh going, <laughs> and it's it's just just like, okay, have you done the math on this, and have you really figured it out, and have you thought thought, you know, thought your program
1: it, through? Have you thought it through? Have you thought it, it through? I mean, that's the because these people have no grasp of converting a liquid application to their previous granule application. When I know their expectation is to what is it, Ryan, apply up to a pound of nitrogen and so many percent of that be slow release. And you know when you put a liquid application to those standards, what if I told Mm -hmm. you that in actual practice, the cost of that liquid application actually goes way up because delayed response liquids Mm -hmm. tend to be rather spendy per thousand square foot. They've always been oh, kind of on the expensive side. Yeah, I mean, you want, you want, uh, you know, what they call, uh, Mesaline urea. You want liquid Mesaline urea. Uh, you're going to pay for it. You want, uh, urea triazone. You're going to pay for it. And at the end of the day, you say you throw down or you spray down like, uh, something that's, 30 to 40% in from mesoline urea, you know, soluble. I mm-hmm. envision that as pre-nitrogen crisis and fertilizer prices crisis. Uh, I price that kind of application out at, at being at least $10 per 1,000 square foot. Easy. An easy 10. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Liquid. Well, let me. Let
3: me yeah, I, I, I want to say,
0: you know, it, yeah, it 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 blows my mind, and and I guess what I'm getting mm-hmm. at is this: is you know, I want to I want to say this, and then ask a question. Is and I think Matt said this before when we were talking to somebody in, in your position, Curtis, that was fairly new, and you know, kind of had the same uh, path to entry, and and you know, his statement was, you know, you become a pro when you walk in and say, this is what I need not what i want or what you know you have full confidence conviction that hey this is what i need now this doesn't mean you can't be you know mm-hmm. sold something to say hey listen like right. uh you know again like we've mm-hmm. had that conversation you know several shows ago back with like turfology. hey we use a celebrant it's 140 bucks an acre well, hey did you know that there's actually this new you know same class of insecticide that is 100 bucks an acre and it works just the same oh let's talk about that like that's something that you know, would perk, you know, peak my interest or perk my attention up. And so I think, you know, with that in mind is, you know, you're always going to be learning different facets of the program, right? Like maybe you're not as strong on the insecticide. I'm just, you know, I'm just talking arbitrarily right now too. So everybody listening at home, I, 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 we have, there was no test, there was no exam, uh, you know, or anything like that to come on the show. So we're just talking here, but in terms of that stuff, like what, what do you feel most confident about your program? Because we want to help you here tonight, too, of, you know, talk through things that maybe you're not, you know, you, you want to get some more clarity on in terms of different facets of the program or, uh, you know, even just the implementation of it. You know, when, when should I make my round two versus my round four, like any of that stuff. But let's just talk about products for a second. What do you feel most confident in right now? And what do you think you want to learn more about to get more confident about saying, yep, that's what I need? So, kind of take well, us on both ends of the spectrum. Where are you at
2: right, right now? That's uh, well, that's I guess that's the only bad thing um, with with missing out on Matt just because he would have he would have some notes from our meeting, um, and we were really uh-huh. looking at he had kind of we kind of laid out two different plans there. One um, being more so just with with ATS, well. Both of them were mm-hmm. kind of ATS products, but one was just sticking with the, the ATS products. And the second option yep. was more of a, uh, an AMS route, yep. um, which is where, I, where I think he was probably Matt being mad. He was probably leaning more towards, <laughs> um, yep. th- the big thing was, the biggest thing was trying to find something real, very slow release to, for the summer. Um, Cause the first two rounds, I think we were looking at AMS and mind you, when I, when I refer to liquids, I think when it really comes to MPK, mm-hmm. uh, my plan is going to be granular on that front. But as far as yep. uh, weed control and pest control, mm-hmm. um, that's where I would, I would be, I would feel more comfortable spraying um, just because I, I think that fear that Matt has, like, I don't, I don't get how you maintain your edges with a granular pre-emergent. Um, where with the liquid, I can cut it, yeah. and I can and I can take care of those edges. I just I don't feel confident in a granular pre-emergent on the on the edges. But you, that's just me. You want
0: to, you want to know how they do it? It's, it's when you spread all over the sidewalk and you come back with your backpack <laughs> blower and just get it and back you, in about a foot. Ray, just dress in that edge yeah, a you, little bit. Give it a little extra. Yeah,
1: you just you just kind of uh, blow off all the overage uh, from the driveway and the sidewalks back into the edges of the lawn, conversely, that can backfire the other way around in that now the edges are overdosed. And, you know, talking about edges of the lawn, for me, that is an area where I take special care of the perimeters of the lawn because when I come to a new client, I normally see that the edges of their lawn need the most help and that's for reasons besides just fertilizer and product application it's because the edges tend to be the most compromised from say bad mowing mm. bad trimming yeah. you know the edges are are areas where the grass gets uh Really mistreated, no ball gag. <laughs>
0: that's uh, Ray. I told you. That's why you got to have those throw pillows handy. You know, you know, they're not just for it's not just for the decorations and you know the Feng Shui of the room, All right? They're functional, very functional. All right, so uh, that that's good to know. So the the fertilizer piece, right? It sounds like you know. There's some, there is some confidence there, but there's also some sort of like, okay, like even though I'm confident, there's still many choices in the marketplace and oh, what's going to sure. work best for me. Like, yeah, yeah, that 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 makes sense. So the ammonium sulfate thing's interesting, and I kind of have an idea now that you say that, and especially knowing where you're at and the type of soils that you're dealing with, uh, I think that's definitely a good route to go. I think that summertime piece, right? So i was trying to figure that out, and knowing the vendor that you're working with. I will send this over to Pink. There's a couple of, they have like a, and listen, everybody, I'm not talking to Curtis right now. I'm talking to you at home. All right. I'm talking about a specific company because our guest has brought it up. I know this company. I know all the companies because it's my job and I know the product. So we're going to be specific and intentional with him, So this is not an advertisement for this company. If you think it is, please make this a YouTube uh, video, special one, Pink and we'll put links in the description below. All right? So, let me send All this day. over to him and we could take a peek at
3: this. Where's the label? There it is. Here it comes to you, Jping. Now with that being said, you know,
0: the uh summer piece so you were thinking of this as far as like a, a like a round 3 type of product or, or, or what were you thinking when was the the timing on this at least in your mind and when you talked to Matt do you remember
2: um this was pro- this is probably a, a 3 and a 4 um so okay. uh probably june and maybe beginning of june and then late july okay um okay and, you know, we had a, a lengthy conversation and that's mainly, that was probably the, the biggest point of conversation when we had a talk about vendors and, and, uh, and agendas. Uh, cause of course everyone, and not just, this is just in general, you know, every vendor sure, sure. pouts their slow release. Um, and we know that most of those slow releases will all break down sooner than what they say that when they say they're supposed to break down uh yeah and
0: i'll 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 show you something interesting with with that in particular of looking at a a product like this that i'm about to show you which is a a really good product so ray take a look at this this is uh this is one of their longer term ones so you got basically 90 percent of this is uh a slow release product polyco- right so it's polycote urea and it's dermation it's and, duration 90 is what it is
1: okay and here's the thing about duration 90. i actually called it in real life duration 45 with a guaranteed total release when te- daytime temperatures go above 85. so in hot weather What's probably going to happen with this slow release granule is it's going to be pushing out that nitrogen as fast as it can. And if in your region it's also alternating rain and then hot the next day, I guarantee you that this granule is going to release. I guarantee that it's going to be releasing madly. I mean,. But I would consider this kind of a good product overall. Like, this would be my choice for a late summer, early fall application. So I can, you know, get a sustained feeding on the grass for the 90 days before it actually goes dormant and just let the grass cruise on on you know on that nitrogen until dormancy comes and then when you have grass cruising on a sustained feeding in the fall your spring is a different matter because the grass has gone to bed well fed okay and that's
0: something you could you can do for sure uh of on the back end of this you know and here's where you have to kind of do the numbers and especially with this, you know, sort of being time sensitive for you. And I don't mean necessarily the timing of the apps to a lesser extent, but more so like your free time to get out and do the actual applications, right? Like when do you piece this in? Is it evenings? Is it taking days off? Is it doing it on the weekends? And how does that interfere with people that are using their yard or, you know, whatever the case might be. So that might be something too that you look at. But I, I think this in concert with, you know, the ammonium sulfate program is your base for nitrogen it can actually work really well. I do want to talk a little bit more about these slow release because I, I think this is a good product to look into. Uh, it's going to be one of their better ones. And quite honestly, like the derivatives on that label, you know, they're using fine stuff. There's no, there's nothing cheap in there, Ray. You know, it, it's no, all. No, this is good stuff. good stuff.
1: This is super good stuff. I mean, I yeah. like it. So I mean, this is.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you're going to like the price, but you know. Right. Like <laughs> and that's. And that's... <laughs> And that's where you got to figure out, like, what's your time worth and can, you know, it, like what Ray is saying, if you do this in round four and, and kind of bleed that through five, what does five look like? Is that, a you know, sort of a, a budget saver app for you where you're just going out and, you know, uh, you know, doing a quick check for grubs, make sure you had no breakthrough, catch up some broadleaves and get the heck out of there. Or maybe you are doing a liquid fertilizer app in that round, something like that, something that's easy, something cheap, uh, whatever the case might be. J Pink, let me send you this one real quick. Of course, I close the window. I close the window with J Pink,
2: right? How could I do that? How could I be as you're something? as you're doing that? Idiot. I just um I just want to say that at least at least my my plan going into it is the niche that I kind of want to find. Is I knew going into it that I didn't want to be uh, the cheapest uh the cheapest offering out there uh because i know I, I understand what comes along with that um so i didn't well, i didn't ever want to be that go ahead
0: no no that's I'm, I'm glad you said that i think um you know here's what i'll say I, you know i'm big on analogies i would say it would be like chan i you know i want to be i want to play basketball and i'm going to be the next michael jordan listen there will never be another michael jordan and in this case in the lawn space True green is the Michael Jordan of doing cheap ass shitty fertilizer and pesticide applications on residential lawns. Nobody's going to touch them. You just can't do it. And I mean that because I know people that do that are w- with true green and I respect those guys, but generally speaking, it's tough. It's a tough place to be when they're out there, you know, doing some of the work that they do. It's not to say they don't do good work all the time, but seeing a lot more bad stuff. in the So with that being said, I think your positioning in the market is totally fine. And I'm glad that you said that. So now let's look at Ray. If you can describe this a little bit here for Curtis about, you know, you see a lot of these graphs in the marketing literature. And the one thing that bugs me about these uh, is that they are done at 68 degrees. They're done in a controlled environment at 68 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's not, Necessarily what happens in real life unless you live in like Southern California.
1: Or else you live uh way up like in uh northern Minnesota or Canada, actual Canada, then the sixty eight degree release curve holds more truth, but you know, growers of grass in the transition zone in the south, they do not see Sixty degrees during the grass growing season no your actual temperature is 80 and when you have 80 as your average soil temperature that's when uh, I start to cut the actual duration of release by at least 30% OK, I start to cut it. And so instead of it being 90. In real life, we're looking more like 45 to 60. Actual.
0: And and that's what you'll find, um, Curtis, is that looking at these curves, they look pretty and they look, you know, real gentle and the trajectory's nice. And it seems like, oh, yeah, hey, look, <laughs> that's nice and gen- you know, hey, like. Whereas, you know, in our Midwestern climate, right, like if you have a rainy year, you know, this stuff could be gone in four, five, six weeks. I mean, you know, it's it's very much moisture dependent. And then as temperatures go up, it you know, it continues to release even more. So I think that is that is something that, uh, you know, it's worth playing around with in my mind. I think, you know, what would be interesting and, you know, you're small enough now that maybe you can... Do a, a little bit of testing and say, okay, hey, listen, I'll stick these mm-hmm. two lawns here on that that uh, product that we just showed, like twenty five three ten, and let's see, let's see what happens versus me basically making an additional granular application with the ammonium sulfate, right? So instead of you know turning one into two, we're turning uh well yeah, instead of two into one, we're turning one into two, and let's just see what happens, right? Like kind of evaluate those results how long that stuff runs out and lasts for. And I know that this is going to be a a question from a research perspective, like not like a big deep dive university paper, but more of applied testing for the universities and stuff like that, where they're just saying, Hey, efficacy trial, does this work or does that work? Right. I think you're going to see a lot more of this because, uh, Ray, I just saw something from our friend, uh, well, our, our way in the distance friend, not like our friend friend, not like we're going to go over his house and have beers friends, but Doug Soldat uh posted mm-hmm. today, university of Wisconsin. He's like, he looked at fertilizer prices and he was like, wow. He's like, you know, I knew that they were going up, but I didn't realize they were that bad. So, you know, I think even those folks who are usually kind of out of touch with things on that, on that side of things of just the business aspect are starting to take notice that, wow, like this is going to be a real issue for folks. And, you know, for yeah. anybody like us, big time sports field managers, golf courses, like everybody's going to feel this. And so I would suspect that we'll see at least some type of, you know, efficacy trials and things like that this year, just to sort out and say, Hey, here's how to be a little bit smarter with those choices. And I think that'll be a big thing. So, um, no, it, it, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. So on the other pieces then, like, you know, you mentioned we control at the top, uh, and, you know, as far as that goes and some of the insecticide issues, grub prevention, everything like that, what's your level of comfort? And, and, and even if it's something else that you want to explore, what are some of those questions, right, that you have and, and want to address here
2: tonight? Um, well, obviously, being in, in northern, well, as far northern Indiana as you can be, because uh, the, yep. the border with Michigan is literally just right da- right down the street. Um, yep. you know, basically dealing with the vendor, uh, you know, he basically just rolled out to me, a a, a three-way that they offer and then adding in, uh, here. Now I know that I, I remember Ray mentioned something a few weeks ago, um, that I wanted to, to ask again. I, I think Ray, you mentioned that you don't use two 4D, um, with homes that, that have pets or, Kids, I think you said. Is yes. that is that correct? Okay, that's correct. So you I you don't. avoid.
1: Okay, I avoid I avoid 2-4D based weed control, and you mentioned utilizing triclopyr. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that a lot of the problem weeds that you run into in the transition zone in a cool season lawn are the very weeds that are most responsive to. A triclopyr application in the early spring, or else another triclopyr application in fall before dormancy. So, what I'm going to tell you is I think I said this previously, in that 2,4 D based weed control was a fantastic thing when it came out in 1945, because at that time, There was no good way to control dandelion and plantains in a lawn selectively that was not expensive or more toxic than the 2,4-D. But since then, you know, 21st century, I think we have smarter and more effective options on the table now. I think we
2: do
0: wholeheartedly agree and go ahead i'm sorry go ahead
2: i I was just gonna say so i'm I'm guessing that you you purchase a lot of individual pieces then because like the three-way i know would have two four d Mm. um, (laughs) trying to think of what else would would be in there but um okay but i'm guessing you 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 buy just individual pieces
1: you know what curtis you you said it because for example when I when I go to a lawn and they tell me, oh, you know, uh my kids, my my cats, my dogs, for example, then I immediately note that and I don't automatically throw in a three-way type product into the tank. Uh then I have the individual components and I look at my weeds and I say, Yes, this weed is a triclopyr candidate this weed is a carfentrazone candidate and i'm literally this is something that matt kind of picked up from me in that i just start to mix and match individual components according to what i actually need and so i'm not spraying down stuff that doesn't benefit the lawn and doesn't benefit the individual situation.
2: Gotcha.
1: And
2: okay.
0: that, that, that's, that, that's something too, that I think is, is lost on people because uh, here's a classic example, right? Is that I, I see, I see some lawn care operators that, uh, you know, effectively, Choose choose their treatments based on what everybody else is doing. Like, just go with the crowd and say, oh, you know, hey, we got to do weed control it so it's three-way and that's it. And, well, why are you doing that? Well, because it's what everybody does. Well, are you, hey, is there any other reason? Well, because it's cheapest. And it's like, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Like, <laughs> what, what happened to going with the most effective thing so, like, it's, you get the best result and you explain mm-hmm. that to the customer if it costs a little bit more, which I know is always, you know, palatable or... Effective in getting the sale, maybe those aren't your customers to begin with. Or, you know, you go out there and I'll tell you, nobody, nobody wants to get the callback. Nobody wants to get, you know, I want to speak with your manager because I've got data lands out here still. Well, mm-hmm. you know, had we okay. used a better product, Ray, would we yeah. be in the same boat? <laughs> yeah. So, and- uh, J. Pink, go ahead while while Ray's talking. Throw up this label real quick. Go ahead,
1: Ray. Yeah because, for example, I can name some weeds that I find conventional three-way to be absolutely mediocre on. Uh, Number one, clovers. Number two, oxalis. Number three, spurge. I find that conventional three-way is mediocre. On the other hand, for those weeds, if I'm looking for something that I can just grab and throw in the sprayer without Hell needing yeah. to, you know, play Walter White. When I'm looking for a 2,4 D free alternative, I actually like that stuff right up there on the screen right there. That okay, Power so Zone. talk to Curtis. Talk to
0: Curtis about this. Why did this is a PBI Gordon product? Again. Not mm-hmm. shilling for them. I have no stock in PBI Gordon. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want to mm-hmm. buy it, like, click on the link in the description below that doesn't <laughs> exist, and we're not going to get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so, Ray, why did PBI Gordon formulate this product, right? What did they take out in case somebody doesn't pick up on it? Not Curtis. I think he's already done that. But folks mm-hmm. that are listening at home or thinking it's this podcast and maybe aren't looking at the label, what do they take out, why, and how effective is this product without, quote, unquote, the star of the show? Lay it on us.
1: Okay. Uh, what happened is PBI Gordon formulated a alternate three way with a carfentrazone kicker with MCPA, methyl chlorophenoxyacetic acid. And MCPA is actually 2,4 D's predecessor that was first discovered in England. But, MCPA hits most weeds equally as hard as 24D does. Only thing is, is that it's a little more expensive. However, MCPA doesn't carry the same biological baggage as 24D does. Why? So why? And the reason why is because. The manufacturing process uh, is different, because by the way, Ryan, did you know that 24D manufactured and used within the United States, or to be used within the United mm-hmm. States, has to pass screening for dioxins?
0: Mhm. I did not know.: did that, You know but that it makes sense.
1: No, it has to pass screen for dioxins, but MCPA, due to its manufacturing process, is extremely unlikely to contain traces of dioxins, oh. and, and dioxins are one of the products or byproducts that are responsible for 2,4-D's reputation. But going back to weed control, MCPA substitutes in extremely nicely 424D. And so I've even used that power zone formulation as well on high traffic public areas. Mm -hmm. I've done it where I'm spraying, you know, a couple acres worth of lawns that are essentially, you know, public grounds, and I don't want to risk the conventional trimex or three-way type formulations because I never know. Somebody's kids might be touching the grass barefoot or barehanded. Uh, Somebody's dog might be walking on that grass after it was sprayed. So at that point, PowerZone fit the bill. And by the way, mm. that power zone application absolutely decimated the weeds. It just absolutely and, and dec-
0: I, <laughs> So here's my question is if if Curtis wanted to be mindful of this and now, budget wise, completely different mm-hmm. price point. You know mm-hmm. so i'll I'll do the math really quickly and come up with a per acre price and or per thousand square foot price real quick but in in real terms, right, like are you giving up are you seeding anything you know uh by using a power zone product a a basically it's got a kicker in it too, and there's others that don't have the kicker in it mm-hmm. are you giving up anything in terms of weed control? and what if if you are what would you have to be mindful of what specific species of wheat weed weeds?
1: Okay, the only little caution that I would have to add is that the power zone, because it doesn't contain any triclopyr, may be a little weak on clover. But, okay, if you are not trying to be the true green or the or the valley crest of lawn care then you can put up a premium broadleaf weed control program and you know what i'd be adding to that uh, power zone formulation i'd probably What's be that? adding up to 16 ounces per acre of triclopyr ester to the label rate of power zone and then spraying out both of those as a tank mix, wow, and there you go that and I don't think the clover will survive that application, neither will the wild violets or the or the chickweed,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's that's gonna hit pretty hard and <laughs> and and i I would not be I would not be so worried about. You know, fight. Like, I don't think you're going to see anything major out of something like no, that. I so let me, let me do. Go ahead. Well, and that actually... uh,
2: that picture, that lawn picture that JP Pink put up uh, a while back. That actually is not my yard, but that will be m- out of the yards that I have now. That's mm-hmm. obviously yep. going to be my worst yard to deal with, and and will be the what one that I'll use study. for pictures. Yes. That will be the one Curtis, that I use for yes. pictures if I can when I get this thing turned around. So, you know what, uh, Curtis?
1: Seeing the weed that is present there, I'm already telling you that conventional low low cost three way would be the last thing that I would deploy on this lawn. I would be going straight it's into tire the triclopyr. Yeah, I'd be going straight into the yeah, triclopyr and- or. Or blends containing triclopyr because this is a pretty good case of it. I believe violet, isn't it? This is a pretty good case of That's it. That's wild it?
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Ground ivy. And this is ground just, I-, I mean, obviously I'm in a small spot, but that it mm-hmm. is. This was actually, they were actually a true bean customer and mm-hmm. uh, was yeah. ones that questioned whether they got all of their applications or not. um, And eventually just uh, got rid of them. And so, yeah. So now this is trying to literally take over the yard. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, it's going to be a tough, a tough one, (laughs) I think. Uh, But I like, said this will be a a case study uh, to get this turned around. For sure.
4: For sure
0: so let's see here 45 divided by sorry i'm doing math here yeah so i mean you are you know more than double your price per thousand you're about a dollar coming up with about a dollar 33 a thousand on the on the power zone roughly and about 53 cents or so depending on what you know if you're buying generic this is name brand like trimec classic um so yeah, I mean, there's a significant difference in a per thousand. So let's just say a five thousand square foot lawn, you know, about one application. Hopefully here at what do we say, Ray? So a little, let's just call it a dollar difference for estimating by a lot. Uh, five dollars mm-hmm. difference yeah. on an application, and again, selling that difference. Hey, what you were five dollars more, and that's a chance that and and it's it you know it depends. I mean, I think a lot of your deals are going to be those handshake deals that personal relationship you build you know you can worry about when it becomes so big that you can't always have those conversations but it's a way to impart hey listen we're not the cheapest and here's why a lot of companies will use this particular product there's nothing wrong with that product except for it's not going to handle these weeds that you have right here in your lawn boom that lawn uh, that weed is wild uh, like wild violet when you start dropping knowledge like that, like you were built, that's what they call in, in marketing, social proof, right? It shows that, hey, I know what I'm talking about, and right. I know, and I'm demonstrating that to you. And then you can hit them with the, hey, maker of hey, five bucks more, you know, and obviously when you price in some profit and everything like that, it's going to be a little bit more than that. But here's why we're 10 bucks more in this app. Let's just say double it. Here's why we're 10 bucks because more. Because you know because what? We're gonna get it it's going to get done. We're going to get it. Yep.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me that chance. Right give me ahead. the
0: ten bucks to make to make an impression. And if not, I mean, and here's something too. I mean, on some of these first ones to you know, to prove it, I'll give you your money back. I'll give you the ten bucks back, you know? <laughs> I'll take yeah. I'll take you to B-dubs on a Tuesday night a two for ten wings thing, like whatever, you know. <laughs> buy buy a couple of those big ass beers whatever. So um you can't do that though if it's J Pink's lawn because it's J pink more, remember? <laughs> I love you, J Pink. Don't mute my mic. Okay. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's uh it's a matter of once, you know, there's nothing wrong with being known as the person that costs more, as long as you're also the person that always uses the premium products and is not dealing in the you know, ultra cheap. Low budget stuff that isn't going to deliver results. And, you know, when I see that lawn with all of that ground ivy and violet in it, I'm thinking if you run three way on it, you can run a lot of three way on it and not make a dent. And not make a oh, dent. Oh. I
4: mean,
1: oh. is... <laughs> no, is, and I, I mean, I'll tell you that. <laughs>
0: I have people call me up all the time, and I mean all walks, right, and, and people that mean well but just aren't using those right products, and, hey, man, i sprayed spray three-way on this clover, and it just ain't working. What do you think's wrong with it? Well, let's talk about product choices and why, you know, we select different products, and, and it's, it's like, you know, I, I get so fed up, and I'm sorry. It's like, you know, listen, Curtis, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
3: <laughs> These folks,
0: I know they can do better. I know they got it in them. They just gotta, you know, make that choice that you are making to go a different direction. So, all right. So, we talked a lot about the weed control piece. What about insecticides? Anything else on that side of things? And then before we do that, I'd like to, Jay Pink, if we can open the phone lines here in a few moments. Gentlemen that are listening, real quick, if you are. You know, I, I'll I'll say this is we did want to do this a little bit special tonight because, you know, I, I think this is a unique situation. And if you uh, want to call in, if you are a lawn care operator, new, old or in the middle and want to offer this gentleman some of the things you wish you had told yourself in the beginning, I would love to hear it. And I'm sure he would, too. You know, there's always room for encouragement. And just like Ray and I said, we're all trying to help each other here. There's plenty of a, a work to go around and eat. So if you have something like that, please go ahead and dive over here. Uh, J-Pink will throw it up in the chat, and you can take a look at that. But let's real quick talk about other questions in terms of the insecticide piece or anything else that we might have missed. And we're not done yet, but just kind of rounding out that segment on the product piece.
2: Um, I, I can say just from watching the, the other shows, I that's one thing I, I still question is, is, is as far as uh, pests um mm-hmm. cuz of course with the when the cameras in your face your mind goes completely blank but i know i have a chemical in You're the fine. garage that i bought last year to deal with grubs and it is uh what's the most common that probably is so not working so effectively right. oh, like, is it a cons- midichlorid i've got a okay. um okay. in there so i'm I, but i'm wondering what what should I use? I mean, we, we do oh. deal with a lot of grubs around here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we get many army worms. I don't think we got many army worms up this way, this far north last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yep. Um, but grubs However. are a big issue. Um, However, Curtis, uh,
1: huh? <laughs> I'm going to say this about imidacloprid. Imidacloprid was another example of what I consider a breakthrough product when it was first introduced in the 1990s. However, I consider that very much first generation, and since then, a better product has been brought onto the market. A much better product.
0: Caller. Turn your radio down now. Do it. <laughs> Look in my eyes. I'm the captain now. All right, something like that. All right. Are you Are you listening to us? Can you
3: Can we hear you? I uh, hope so. Blink, blink twice if you're safe. Okay, good. <laughs> all right, uh,
0: all right. So, uh, caller, who who do we have the pleasure of speaking to here this evening? Ah, uh, Steve Darcy again. Yeah. Oh, Steve Darcy, sir. It's it's good to hear your voice and 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 thanks for calling in. Well, you know, uh, obviously, how long you know? I know we, we talked, and I can't remember if I asked you or not during that last conversation we had. How long have you been in the business
4: for yourself? Uh, twenty one years yourself. now. Woo
0: boy, man, woo. We had we had barely survived Y two K when you got into this. My goodness, how <laughs> you know? And now here we are, twenty twenty two, and Look what's look what's become of us. But um can, you know, what can you offer in terms of if you could go back to two thousand one Steve Darcy and have a uh, two minute conversation, what would you lay on
3: Steve Darcy of O one?
1: I think um being true and honest to yourself and doing what's right, and I think he's riding the right path of doing that. Mm-hmm. Would be most important
3: and that his customers will find that uh that loyalty. Yeah, and I, I think that's a huge thing is like you you're
0: always gonna have that churn, right, of people that wanna hop in and hop off for the lowest price. Hey, I found a guy to do it for ten bucks cheaper. Bye. Like, okay. Bye.
3: Yeah. Uh exactly. We, you, we you, don't worry, a, you don't worry about you don't worry about those. Time, and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it, if he's paying attention and doing what's right, then folks will follow him in
2: that, in that same direction.
0: Well, that's good. That's good to hear. That's good advice. Steve, thanks for calling. Thanks for uh, having a discussion with, uh, Curtis and with, uh, 2001, Steve Darcy. I know they both appreciate it very much.
3: <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Steve. Look
2: at that see and, that, and not to get away from pests, but I do have a, a question. Um mm-hmm. and one thing that's that's driven me with this is uh like what do you see when you know when the when the fertilizer guy leaves his paperwork during the summer, what do you see listed on there? Spot sprayed weeds. Now I've watched guys <laughs> in my yard and I've watched guys in the neighbor's yard. Zipping around at at least five miles an hour, and maybe it's just my eyes, but I'm thinking, can you really see weeds at five miles an hour in a yard?
1: No, ah. no. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, because Ray,
0: here's the truth. You eat that ribeye? Could you eat that ribeye <laughs> in 30 seconds to taste it, Ray?
1: Could you? No, you, maybe no, you could. no way. Maybe no way. And and the thing is, is that.
3: in my decades in the business uh
1: it is not the big weeds that always get you in trouble it is the small weeds because here's what i'm faced with i'm faced with lawns that are taken over by prostrate spurge for example ryan and prostrate spurge doesn't grow tall right yeah, isn't that isn't that fantastic stuff? <laughs> isn't that fantastic
2: stuff? I be the death of me. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I mean,
3: yeah. But Curtis, there is a way out. And
1: your way out is Go ahead, we'll skip.
0: Go ahead and answer J Pink and I'll tell him to hold. Yeah. Yeah. Hold. You- here we you go. You skip oh. Caller, please the... please hold.
1: hold. Go ahead, Ray. You skip... Your you skip... You skip the, the cheap three-way, and when you have a lawn that's infested with spurge, you had better get down an application of triclopyr. Broadcast. And the reason why you broadcast uh-huh. it is because the best time to catch spurge is when it's still in the two- to four-leaf stage. That's the best time to catch it. And you're not going to catch it if you're zipping around spot spraying and not seeing it. Whereas one of my mentors in the business taught me something in that he told me by the time you see the weed where it's emerged above the turf canopy, you're actually too late. Mm-hmm. You should have nailed it when it was still the two to four leaf recently germinated weed that is not exactly visible in the turf canopy. And I ain't going to be on my hands and knees parting the grass to the sides trying to look for each two to four leaf weed. I'm not doing it. I'm not that nuts. What, 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 just you know,
0: just me asking, but what would you charge for something like that, right?
1: <laughs> you can't pay I know. Me enough. Oh, come
0: on, everybody's got a price And you know, speaking of somebody no. having a price To get on, of getting on all fours It's our caller right now Mr. B, <laughs> how are you doing this evening?
2: I'm doing great, how are y'all?
0: Oh, good, good What would be your price to get down on all fours And part the grass and look for two to four leaf weeds So what would be uh, the, the billable rate on that? If I might ask
2: uh, billable, billable rate per thousand square feet Would be roughly about $500
0: Five hundred. Listen, I've got I've got some cash. Well, in my you know, stock if, I'm, if I'm if
2: I'm, I'm mow like <laughs> like if I'm mowing okay, it like Ray at like green tight, if I'm mowing like Ray at green Tights,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're yeah, if you're not manscaped, I get that it's going to be a higher charge. That's just the way it goes. All right. So hey, listen, how long have you been in business? And if you could go back to, I couldn't even imagine a young Mister BB, but. Uh, mm-hmm. And how crazy that individual would be. But uh, <laughs> what would you tell your previous self about getting started in this business?
1: One, I started when I was
2: 12 with my uncle who was the extension agent for the university of Georgia when back in the eighties, when he transferred to Clemson and he's taught everything that I've ever learned. But, When I actually got into business for myself about seven years ago, the only thing I can say to myself is I wish I would have done it sooner. Really? Yeah. Because I mean, ever since like that first ever, um, side job full landscape install that I'd done, I've, I've been hooked since then. And then it's honestly, it's been an addiction to me.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Let me ask you one more question here, a follow up, and, and, and I'll get you out of here so we can get some other calls in, but, you know, what would you tell yourself, you know, what, what have you learned over the years that you might give Curtis some advice on, you know, some of those tough situations, tough customers, tough days, whatever, like, you know, what are you, what are you looking to, to pull you through on the, the, the shitty days? Let's just say.
2: Well, now. Well, back then I couldn't drink, but now I can drink. I'm like, (laughs) okay, okay, don't don't cuss this motherfucker out.
0: (laughs) Man, I you know, hey, listen, I appreciate your honesty and the fact that you you went full on on that. So, thank you very much. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you real soon because you're going to be on the you're going to be on the program here real soon. So we're looking forward to that. So,
2: all right. Yep. Yeah. About three weeks.
0: Wait. Three weeks, can't wait. I can't wait. Can't all wait. Right. So can't
1: wait, man.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be, dude. I'll bring that, all the, the, the energy I can. Being... <sighs>
4: That's
0: a lot. That's be a lot. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, sir. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. So okay, yeah, getting it. back into a little bit here while we're waiting for our next call. And if you do call in and you get through, just just hang out for a second. If we're talking, no big deal. Um. You know, set insecticide piece. Ray, can you dive a little bit deeper? You know, I will vouch that grubs are definitely an issue up here. Do you want to explain really quickly? You know, the pros and cons. You know, obviously, a uh, acetylen comes at a much higher cost. But what are just the pros and cons in terms of efficacy, and maybe a little bit of the best practices that you found in using both those two products uh, in a lawn care setting?
2: Okay,
3: the Aceleprin
1: or chlorantroniliprol is, of course, a different product uh, entirely in terms of how well it works on grubs. Because for one thing, that product is not as mobile in the soil, meaning if you spread it out or spray it and it rains, it's probably going to stay in that lawn where you placed it. and that then parlays into longevity regarding you put down this application and it's probably still going to be there months later when you actually need it. And the other factor that's a plus and a minus for that product is that it is a much more targeted chemistry in that For example, it is not considered a toxic product to bees and other pollinators, versus imidacloprid and all related chemistries are all over the news every single day as being the killer of bees, right? So it's, you know, that's also in your favor because I've even had to answer some pretty pointed questions about. Am I applying the product that kills bees? I have had to answer that. <laughs> it's
3: tough.
0: You it's know.
1: tough. Yeah, it's tough.
0: Yo, Caller. what's going on? What? No, what's going on with you? <laughs> what's happening? I know who we're talking what to. What is Mr. it? Mr. What Coleman? Is what up? is
4: up?
0: What's up? <laughs> So, listen, you know what, uh, this is? what? Oh, who is it? You tell me. I want to hear. I want to hear you
3: say
2: Cam. It. You know it.
0: Oh, it says Cam. Oh, I thought it was Cam. I thought it, was telling. Elevated. It, was, it sounded like, oh Cam. man, Elevated Lawnscapes is here. My goodness. All right. Listen, you Yikes. know it. All right. You are in, you know, you're, you're in an interesting boat you, I mean, you treat this like a job. You really do. Um, I don't know how you pay yourself. You're not paying yourself enough. I'll tell you that. You're, not paying yourself enough.
3: <laughs> you're right. You're right about but. that.
0: <laughs> but pay yourself. Hey, well, you pay yourself an attaboys. You know, you just reach. <laughs> there you go. Like that. So listen, mm-hmm. I want to hear it. Like, you know, what advice do you have? You know, you're, you're coming at it from a little bit different angle, but I, I know that you're uh, a sage, and you have good wisdom so what would you want to share with Curtis here about his new venture and where he's going
1: so uh hopefully
0: uh trying to be there where Curtis is in uh in a little while so i got a aspiration to get there but for one yes. i just wanted to make sure i wanted to make sure i tell Curtis hey man i seen we've been talking since you uh started this venture so i'm glad yes, to uh see you get there congratulations and uh wish you all the success uh one of the things i will say is stay true to yourself stay true to what you've been doing uh you're doing it the right way and uh i believe uh don't don't be the true green
3: hey if, if it costs more if you got to charge you more do what you got to do
2: your customers appreciate it. it's all about the results thank you sir I know you had to uh, to Why? get in there. It's about the results. I know Why? you had to get that in there, but it's true.
1: <laughs> Wise words. Wise words. Hey, yep. okay? it's, 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 it's about it's
2: about the results.
1: Wise words.
0: That's good stuff. Hey, Cam, thanks for calling, man. I really appreciate it. And like I said,
1: there's there's
0: a, a bunch of guys here. I'm sure that are a little bit further behind where Curtis is at. That would love to do something. Like this and and really, just I mean it's a big thing putting yourself out there it's a big thing to try and just you know make the effort to even get to this point, let alone sink your teeth into it and go i mean that's that's one thing that uh you know we we talk a little bit more about it on on the burn and return podcast, uh Ray Matt, and I, but you know we're all a product of that type of environment, right that we all you know went out there and hung our shingle and tried to do it our own way, and somehow we're still doing it and it, it, you know it's it's We're still around. it's fun and it's wild it's it's yeah it's exhilarating it's scary it's all those things and yeah you just you hang on and you keep going and, and like uh like all these guys have said you just you bank on your reputation you bank on what you learned and you just try to keep getting a little bit better and so i think that's really important so can't i can't wait uh can't wait to hear about that uh that next step in the journey man that's going to be fun can't wait it that should be, be it yeah. should
2: be soon Cam is I want to say Cam is one of those one of those people that uh, that answered uh, answered when I reached out. And so we've been talking in the background and, and pushing each other uh, to get help get me to this point. and And Cam will be here soon. So. Uh, so I'm excited for him uh, as, as as excited as I am for me. I am for him. So because uh, I know what kind of work he'll do. So.
0: Man I, we'll there, man, I can't wait! We're... I can't wait. I was gonna say, I can't wait to see giant picture pictures of giant billboards up that have you know to the roots, lawn care all over northern Indiana. I can't wait to see Cam's billboard up elevated landscapes all over the place there in <laughs> uh, the armpit of the United States. And I don't mean that in a <laughs> negative way. I just mean that weather-wise. <laughs> hey, listen, what's the, what's the old saying about their transition zone, Cam? You can grow all the grasses, just none of them well. That's it. Can't grow none of them well. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great place to try and get paid to try and just keep on chugging, man. So you got a great business model ahead of you because always going to be somebody trying to grow it and somebody killing it, and you'll always have business that way. So appreciate it, man. Oh yeah, as long as
3: as long as as you can
2: keep it green, at least three, at least three, three to four months out of the growing season. I think you're all right right around here. (laughs)
1: They'll keep, they'll keep paying. listen that should
3: be
0: that should be i wish somebody would do that ray somebody should if there's somebody that's on the fence about you know we were talking in the pre-show about what to name of your lawn care business and all that kind of stuff uh i don't know if anybody's done this one yet but i think three months of fun is a great lawn care business name three months of fun lawn care
4: <laughs> that's and, it and, and you know that's it
1: and you know what and you know what uh ryan that Mm -hmm. could well be the story of my life three months no doubt that's really you that is (laughs) yeah three months because i can count on june july and august being relatively stress-free uh Uh, the rest of the year i'm a little bit of a nervous wreck
0: (laughs) well and hey listen you get to take that hawaii vacation (laughs) for those other nine months i do not want to hear about it okay you were not what gonna, hawaii you're vacation not
1: gonna, what 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 hawaii vacation the other other nine months the other nine months well is, uh expensive fungicides nematicides uh you know and and the guy listen
0: <laughs> you know you got you got all the you got beautiful women i mean tom Selleck and his chest hair is probably still out there somewhere i mean there's a lot of good <laughs> things going on in hawaii you should be proud you should be proud so well, man, that, that's cool. So, well, Cam, we appreciate you calling in tonight, man. All right. It was good talking to y'all. Uh, congrats again, Curtis. And, man, can't wait to uh, see what you're doing out there in the field. All
2: right. Thank you, sir. Thanks, man you All right, man. y'all take it easy. Man,
0: look at that. I mean, again, you're not going to find that kind of support elsewhere, and we really appreciate it. I think that's you know the one thing that uh, – <sighs> I don't know I, you know p- people when they come on here i hope you know they're encouraging dude i'll tell you what man like getting you know getting this chance to sit here and know you know, i'm not blowing smoke right now this is the truth is you know we were all beginners once ray was a beginner you know ray felt the same pains you did the th- same awkwardness the fan sh- <laughs> I, <don't get> <laughs> I can it's remember true. i can remember like no, and no YouTube either. Like, you, like, you know, you had to, like, right. read a book and go out and do it. I mean, this was like, you know, Funk and Wagnall's Britannica encyclopedia type stuff. And, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just have, I, I have a deep respect for people that, um, that choose this as the, you know, what they want to do and find, you know, find joy in it. And again, just embrace that path of what you said, man. Like, I, I, I'll go back and watch the video because I, I felt myself smile when you said, hey, I just want to keep learning and keep growing. And right. it's like, man, if you got that mindset, you're going to be fine. Like, you are going to be fine. You're going to have some dips in the road. You're going to have things that don't go right, whatever. But, you know, as far as this business goes, man, you can never be done learning and you can never think, oh, I've got it all figured out because I'll tell <laughs> you, that's no, it's, it's true, though. It really, I mean, right. like, right. Those are the most dangerous times in this business. Is somebody that says, "Oh, I got it all figured out," right, Ray? Right. And we listen. We're we're guilty yeah. of it. I've done it. Ray's done it. Matt's yeah. done it. And then mm-hmm. Mother Nature swings back, and she says, mm, "No, I don't think so." And so I think no, that's you. A, you, that's will a, that's a you will be humble today.
1: You will be humble today. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that is the the truth. I mean, and so the the way that I. That I look at everything is, I always think there's a possibility of things going sideways, and I always tell myself and my customers to their face, you know what, I have been wrong about stuff before, so just kind of hang on. (laughs) I tell people. Oh, I I mean I'll be honest. One of
0: the one of the most powerful things, man, is just and I've done it on here on this show is, you know, tell people about my failures. I mean I am not up here uh you know and i don't think anybody is i think matt's very honest about it ray you're very honest about it. Is like we fail constantly (laughs) and but we're learning from it and we're you know like you have you built up that relationship and that trust and i think you know what all these gentlemen have said so far is very powerful in that regard is like you know if you if you do a good job you say what you're going to do or do what you say you're going to do and build that loyalty build that trust like you can make some mistakes and be okay. Like you can explain it and say, Hey, listen, okay, hey, here's what happened. Here's what, you know, mm-hmm. hey, here's what we're gonna do to fix it, and this is gonna be the path. And I, I think that's huge. And that's huge uh for you know, not only the you know, just having personal integrity, pride, whatever you want to call it, right? But you know, for your business, right? That's a long term right. investment in your business is making those little things right, because a lot of times they don't. So all right, I've droned on enough, but what other, you know, what other questions, thoughts do you have? Anything else that you want to cover here? As we, you know, we sort of round third base here, headed towards home, uh, into our after show. Any any other thoughts or questions that you had about the business side of things or the agronomic side of things that you wanted to touch on
2: here this evening? Um, one question that I was going to have was, and you know, there's no good answer, but just I guess trying to gauge opinions and thoughts is sure. a, a big thing that I'm still battling is uh, is pricing. Now I'll say okay. without going at specific numbers, but I'll just say we'll just pick yeah. 10,000 square feet. I got a pricing sheet okay. from my vendor, which I brought down with me and put in front of Matt. <laughs> and minus the, the cuss words, um, Matt said, well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, hearing him. I'm hearing him yeah. right now. Um, he basically, I mean, you know, he, he gave me a ton of knowledge and and explained like, look, you got, you got insurance, you got truck payment, truck insurance, trailer payment, trailer insurance, um, paying yourself, uh, you know, I'll just say conservatively just on a 10,000 square foot lawn, the price between what the vendors said, Hey, charge this Matt and, and Matt was probably about 25 bucks difference in application. Um, yeah. and I got, uh, there's a huge company who's not a national company, but they're a local company here, but they are, they are huge. Um, just by luck, I got something in the mail from them and I'll say that their, uh, their price before the, you know, 5% prepaid discount was probably about in about halfway in between, uh, that vendor price and Matt's price. So my thought is, is, is when you know, you know, you're not going after people when it comes to price is how do you, how do you handle that? Do you just act like those cheaper people don't even exist or do you confront it head on? Um, you know, how do you, how do you deal with that? Do you, do you not bring it up, not even mention it unless the customer mentions it, mentions it or, uh, cause again, it's not just using better products, but again, taking the time. I know when it comes to these bigger companies that obviously for them, it's all, well, everyone, time is money. But they're trying to get sure. on and off a lawn as quick as possible from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. I don't necessarily want to have to do that. I want to be able to take the time. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to conquer the world. Um, I'm not trying to make all no, the babe. money in the world. I just, I want a good end product, end result. Um. And and charge a price that I could feel good about uh, for both sides. So
3: trying to find where that is,
2: where that is in there. That that's been my toughest battle, you know, internally in my head on uh, trying to come up with that. Um, but that's that's my main question: is how do you deal with those so cheaper I- competitors? Do you just ignore them, or do you, you know, go at it? full steam in every conversation.
3: So I think,
0: I think a few things, right? So three things really. Number one is you got to know the market that you're going into. And I mean like down to the street, right? You got to know, okay, Hey, is this an area that's saturated by price driven, commodity driven type of competition? Or is this a place where quality is valued, right? You go into those, those places. And I think you try to target those. And I think that's sort of the second evolution of your business. The first one is friends, family referrals, right? Get started again, where you can feel safe and have, you know, a little bit of leeway, you know, to the good and the bad. I don't, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm saying that, oh, hey, you know, go mess up your neighbors or your uncle's yard. Like, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying that right. like, you have an opportunity to shine in those places, right? So um, that being said, I think targeting your markets going to be really, really crucial and getting out of those places where, you know, like, hey, listen, like, uh, like a first time home buyer, you know, type of neighborhood is probably not your prime real estate because they're thinking, Oh, I've never had a lawn. I don't know how much it costs. Well, I'm going to go with the cheapest thing. Cause I just want to get something going, right? I just want to get something off the ground. I think the other thing, uh, that's, that could be a, a good tool to use, right? When you start these marketing efforts, and we talked a lot about this on the live Collins show a few weeks back with Steve Darcy and one of the things I recommended to him was just a simple qualifying question, right? What's the number one thing that's most important to you? Is it price? Is it the overall quality of your turf? Or is it environmental concerns, kid, pet safety, that that whole, you know, bowl of wax, right? So I think if you know that, then you know, okay, hey, am I walking into a quality conversation? Am I working into a price conversation? Am I walking into a, I don't want you to kill my dog and my kids conversation. Cuz you know those those are three different like archetypes or what we call avatars, right, that you're talking to in the marketplace. And I think mm-hmm. knowing that going in, and even at just to start like it doesn't need to be some fancy form on your website or some email BS. It could just literally be a question. Hey, you know, I I just want to understand, you know, your needs. Can you tell me what's the most important, you know, facet of your lawn care program? Is it price? Is it overall quality of your turf, right? Short and long term, or is it you know environmental concerns with related you know related to you know the health and safety of the environment, your pets, your kids? Simple qualifying question. And then I'm not saying you have to have a script either, but you you know how to push the value right, the value propositions that you have for each one of those. So for instance, like in the environmental space, maybe you know you switch out of imidacloprid this year or next year or something like that, and say, hey, actually we use acelyprin, which is uh, you know the, mo- the the most safe uh insecticide that we can use is a grub preventative it's a little bit more expensive but here's why it's cuz we're you know conscious about the environment we're conscious about pollinators your kids your pets and all that sort of thing we want to make sure to do it we use products that don't contain 24d because we know 24d can be you know harmful to kids and pets like there's a variety of ways that you can go down and show that value right and then also be ready for those pushback pieces or the you know, the objections of well okay what about you know, are you using, you know, I, I, it, there's a variety of different things that you can come in. It's like, okay, hey, you know, on the price piece, why are you $10 higher on your grub application? Well, here's why. You know, mm-hmm. we use the most environment. This is why. It crosses over, right? It crosses right. over into different ways. So you build out, again, the drivers of value, right? The value props that you have on all those pieces and then anticipate what the pushback's going to be. Anticipate what the objections are and how to meet those. And I think what you'll find is that there's a lot of crossover between your value props and then dealing with those objections that come in. The last thing I'll say is you, even if you're not, you know, and it's a trap, right? Hey man, like I'm not worried about bottom line, you know, price. And so, uh, I'm just going to charge something pretty healthy. That's above market. And I know I'll make money. Please. I know Be you careful. won't do that because you're, you, Be careful. you're a prepared guy. And listen, <laughs> you install point of sale systems. You get it, right? You've, right. You know, if, if those people aren't making money, you're not selling more point of sale systems and you're not installing more of them. So uh, I think you understand that piece of just knowing your numbers. You really need to know your numbers. I will send over uh, to you. I'll have Pink. Actually, I think we have your email address. I will send over a little sheet that I help people use from time to time that helps them sort of figure out those costs and put them into play. So you can just sort of figure out your baseline, right? Like, here's my overhead. Here's my cost. Here's my labor. And then I break out profit separately so that you can sort of see all those different variables factored in. And then you can add in your product, right? Because those are all the numbers you need to know. Your product's easy. I mean, ATS is going to tell you what it's going to cost. One's going to tell you what it's going to cost. It's all the other pieces, right? Of trying to figure that out and go through it. So I think something like that would be helpful. And I'm happy to share that with you. And you can make a copy and kind of mess around with it yourself. But Ray, any, any thoughts there on the whole like... <sighs> my competitors are cheaper than me and i know it and the customer's going to figure it out maybe maybe now when they're getting all the quotes back or maybe they get a flyer in the mail you know 3 months into me you know being their their lawn care provider and they're like hey man what the hell 2995 for the first app and you're charging me 55 like what's going on here so uh, you know i well, know you don't deal with the commodity lawn market but i i'm sure you've thought about it before how would you deal with that situation
1: you know, Ryan, I frequently have to explain myself regarding okay, my last turf person doesn't cost as much as I do, you know, I have to explain and and lay out why you know I have to tell them why, and Hell yeah, you know you just uh kind of laid out uh some issues to point out, like, for example, quality. And number two, thought and consideration for the environment, for example, because some of the stuff that I'm leaning towards and telling you to you know, consider, I know it's not the cheapest product on the market, for example, but, I know that it has, you know, it checks off two boxes. And one is product performance. And number two is it's a little more advanced than what I consider the old standards. And so I actually do deal with the commodity lawn market because those people are my direct competitors. And I often have to explain myself to people as to, why do i cost way more than the normal what, what i have to explain the the extreme price discrepancy
0: <laughs> well and so... the other thing i'll <laughs> well i'll say this i'll say this too is i see po- folks when they figure out their costs aren't uh, people are always like man you got to know your numbers you got to know your numbers well you need to know what buckets the numbers go into right like you know, anything mm-hmm. with math is just manipulation of numbers. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. I see folks that aren't, you know, have their, their, um, you know, their product costs and things like, or excuse me, not their product costs, but you know, their overhead and they figured out everything that goes into their, their cost, right. Of actually doing that application. But sometimes they're just figuring on, you know, the, the, the time it takes them to do the application, you know, they're not figuring on Hey, what did it take me to come out and sell this job? What was my cost of acquisition for this customer? Those types of things that you also have to build into that price. Or, you know, as you get a little bit more established, and we talked about this on that call-in show too with uh, Mr. Lushlons, Aaron, our good friend, right? The guy that snuck uh, Ray into the back of a bar in Louisville with no ID. Ray, you darn lawbreaker, (laughs) you. Um, but, uh, you know, as he, as he, so has so successfully has done is, uh, you know, implement a paid consultation model, right. To where, you know, he's qualifying people just based on, Hey, do you want me to pay? You want to pay me whatever it is, 60, 75 bucks to come out here, actually do a soil test and give you a real, uh, picture of what's going on, what the expectations are and what your plan should be. And you know what, if you don't want me to do it here's your soil test. And here's you know my plan. Take it to other people and have them price it out and sayonara. I've, I've done my duty. Maybe they come back to you. Maybe they don't, who knows, but I like that model a lot going forward of, you know, not of doing it that way, as opposed to having to try and price into that customer acquisition piece. Because I mean, listen, we've all been there, right? Sometimes you get the person that's not even home and you're like, uh, like, what are the details? What's going on here? You're measuring everything. And you're like, well, they've got this, this, and this that to deal with, but you've got no feedback, and you price in taking care of this, this, and this, and they get the quotes, and like, well, hey, man, you were like two hundred dollars higher, and it's like, yeah, but I, I was taking care of these things, and they look at the other quotes, and well, even if there's something in there, they don't know how to compare them apples to apples. Anyway, you lose the business, right. and you're out, right? So there's that piece versus, you know, the other, the other side of that is you go out there for free, you do a, an estimate. And the guy or gal is out there talking to you for an hour, like telling you their, you know, their uh, dead dog's name from twenty years ago and who they went to prom <laughs> with. It's like, I don't care. I just want to, you know, let's let's move this along. You know, let's get down <laughs> to business here. And uh, I think that's that's one too. So I'm a big believer in that. You, you know, hell, your wife. It's the same thing your wife said, Curtis. You have. Intellectual property in your head. You have knowledge that you know few people have and you have a way to apply it. Now you're going to demonstrate that way and do it more and more outwardly where people can pick that up, but that is worth something, right? And that cost right. to acquire is sometimes hard to place a value on when you're trying to just extrapolate it over, you know, twenty, thirty, forty, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred customers versus just saying, Hey, listen, if you want me to come in here this year and give you a, a game plan, here's what it costs. Here's what it costs. So You know, that'd be another thing in that second phase of after you get through this referral piece and everything like that is try that, like, just put it out there and see. And I think, you know, somebody said in the chat here, know your value proposition, even though it costs $75, that's still a value proposition because how many of these companies now are willing to come out and talk to you face to face versus, Hey man, put your address in the the little bar there and it spits out a number just like true green does. And you know, Alakazam, wham, there you go. Here's a number, and it's like, all right, like, you figure that all out from space and some Google Maps satellite? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, we're sure. We're sure. Right. But are you really sure? We think we're sure, and here's the price.
4: <laughs>
3: here's
0: your, you know, or here's your Groupon, whatever. Okay, so anyway, I digress. I, I, was, I was getting a little fired up there because I, I I just, I believe in that strongly. So, um, I guess did that answer your question about the pricing piece or what? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the thoughts or reactions
2: do you have to that? No, that's, I I mean, it makes, it makes perfect sense. I mean, that's, and that's, you you know, after spending a a real big chunk of my life, always being just an employee and being told what to charge and never having to be the one to figure out what to charge. You know, it's a, it's a huge step. Um, And it's it's stressful. Um, Not, not wanting to mess that up obviously i need to make money to be able to continue to do it but i I don't want to gouge people either i want it to be fair all the way around mm-hmm. so that's trying to and, find that balance uh is just it's tough
0: well and the last thing i was gonna say on that knowing your numbers piece is i see people that are paying themselves you know and aren't paying themselves you know high enough salary or are like straight up right. scared and i'm i'm the same way as you like yeah. um You know in my business is like you know i don't want to feel dirty i want to be able to sleep at night i don't want to feel like oh man i I rake that guy over the coals for everything i could get like no like that's not what it's about like i'm here to provide value and again depending on the situation it might be you know you know your intellectual property and your the, the skills that you're able to provide somebody might be worth a little bit more to a certain client that doesn't make it mean that you're feeling dirty it just means that hey in this set, in this situation, they're placing a higher value on what you can deliver than what somebody else might. So I think, you, you know, you need to have that flexibility. And again, the last part is just don't feel dirty about profit. Like a lot of people don't put that into their model, like their pricing model. They just, right. Hey, whatever's left over at the end is what our profit is it's like, no, like you need to build that you into know. what your total cost is. So that's a set figure, right? Or there's right. a target there. And then you can weigh you know you can basically measure yourself against that's one metric that you can use, right of okay, hey, am I doing this faster? Am I doing this too slow? Am I getting callbacks? like what are the things that are you know kind of knocking me off course from whatever this set figure is so Ray, what do you think about that?
1: No what you know you kind of you kind of hit on it, and for me i i I had some wise words uh kind of said to me by a Another mentor of mine, and you know what he said? He told me, "Ray, you are not a nonprofit organization." (laughs) You know, (laughs) this guy just you're not. This guy just laid it. Yeah, this guy just laid it out to me. He said, "Hey, Ray, you're not a nonprofit organization, so you absolutely have the right to make money above and beyond uh, the costs of the job, and." Those are some words that I took to heart. And, and this is the same guy and this is the same guy that told me also watch your customers because people have short memories.
3: Oh and Oh yeah. Yeah And they yeah, talk.
1: And and he Yeah, no. And he and he said uh No, and they have short memories, and he kind of repeated himself a number of times, and what he referred to is, especially in my business, people forget about their oxalis, nutsage, and dead patches once you fix it. Hmm. They forget about well, that. And, they, mem- uh, they develop Alzheimer's. You know? <laughs> you, you, uh, well, you know, Hey, listen
0: here. You know, was, good it advice. Was magic. It was magic. You don't hey, listen. You don't. You don't want to be the uh, <laughs> the person getting hounded on the uh, next door app or the Facebook post of, you know, this person did my lawn and like like ugh, like, you know, never you never never be that person. Always be delivering value. Always do a good job. So. I think that's good. Curtis, any final questions here before we wrap up and head to the after show? Any more thoughts, questions?
2: Um, I would like if um not knowing exactly who they are, other than New Farm, I know is one. Any any contacts you guys have? Like again, I know I'm small, I'm not gonna be ordering cases or pallets or truckloads of anything, but um certainly good companies you know, with good products. Um I'm all, know all for it.
1: Here's okay. Curtis, I talked to Farm, I talked to BASF, I talked to Bayer, and I talked to Syngenta. But, you know, those guys, uh, they kind of knew me in a different realm because, by the way, when I say Bayer, Syngenta and uh, BASF, those are the companies that also heavily service golf and sports turf. You know, th- I think they're, you're... they're, they're, they're big, Go ahead. big in that world. <laughs> I,
0: I think more than companies, I think developing a professional network of folks there locally that you can trust and asking. Asking your reps, you know, from each of those vendors, like, mm-hmm. hey, who are good people who, who would be open to me just picking up the phone and calling them and just lending an ear and letting me get to know them, and then the other piece is, you know, you have an outstanding turf grass science program over at Purdue in West Lafayette, you know, mm-hmm. so getting to know some of the guys over there, Aaron Patton, would be a good mm-hmm. one, um, and I'd sort of go from there. Uh, I think those are those are good connections to make, and then. And, you know, there's there's obviously a lot of professional development opportunities. Indiana Green Expo is usually like the first or second week of January down there in Indy, so I'd look into that. Um, we have a really strong program down here in Ohio that takes place in December, so we'll get you to those. You know, you take a couple days off work, come down and get educated. And I think as you start to do that, you build out a network of just you know seeing, talking to guys and gals, and you know trying to find out what they're all about and that they're going through the same things that you're going through and like I said before there's an abundance of people out there that need and want these services so anybody that ever feels threatened or anybody that gets the oh man I'm not going to tell you the secret sauce it's like right all right uh I don't I don't know if you're yeah if you're legit so but all that said man hey listen uh,
2: I won't get into it tonight um and I do want to okay. ask cuz I went back and I started watching it again I went back and started watching the the video with Paul uh outlaw yes my biggest thing with yes. um, growth regulated regulators is I'm still Ooh, confused yeah. on your on your cycle mm. periods, and I don't know if mm-hmm. I don't know if you really went into that in that video. Was um, oh, so the the question about specifically again? Is your your cycle times with growth regulators oh, like yeah. how long? When to use
1: when to use a PGR? Yes. Yeah. When...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so we uh, don't have to necessarily get into it tonight, but I that is something I am gonna probably pick your brains this. on in discord maybe and and again if it if it, you really did go into that in that video then i'll just i'll i'll deal with that but i started watching it again and i'm not for sure that you you really touched on that part but
0: okay actually so, paul
1: kind yeah. of knows paul kind of knows more right. or but less I, but we wanted
0: to have uh you know he's coming on on the 24th of march he'll be okay. on the show mm-hmm. And we actually, you know, he and I have talked on the phone a little bit, and I think we will do a little bit deeper dive. More of just like, not necessarily him asking us questions, but more of a dialogue, because he's got a wealth of experience with it on uh, Mostly Cool Season. I've... What? What? That's the wrong Paul coming. You're you're thinking of a different Paul. Oh, it's Paul Paul Smith. Oh, man. When's Paul Outlaw coming? When's Paul Outlaw coming? Is he on? TBD. Oh, damn. All right. It was Paul i
1: saw paul we can schedule, the schedule. Them. we can we can schedule them yeah paul Smith, we can schedule paul them smith's all. gonna
0: paul smith's gonna talk about it too i'm gonna make him so that's okay <laughs> i'll get paul to fill film i'm sorry about that i looked at paul I've, I've made so many assumptions about people's identity tonight i feel bad so okay <laughs> listen i we will definitely talk about that on the discord and um you know listen come on uh we, we do zooms every now and again too on the discord come in there hop in and just uh we chop it up that, that i've
2: time, missed it it's real. normally late and i've missed it and oh, i've been wanting yeah. to get in on those and i just i the last couple i just happen to have missed maybe but those are maybe those, sat- are, those are this saturday night maybe this those saturday night we'll, we'll talk some yeah we'll talk some All people right, i'll be ready it, but for we're, it.
0: we're, we're, it'll be late you know we get out there about nine o'clock and it goes to a question mark it's 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 serious so all
2: right. And listen, I will I will um, say for anybody even do it yourselfers any people that are that have any interest mm-hmm. in in learning more about lawns um not well JP can throw up an ad sign here but but really the the Patreon um and getting into the Discord in this group it is <laughs> uh, it's awesome with the people that are that are in there uh and again busy bee lush Again, everyone's helpful. Uh, you know, everyone's busy, but but so far everyone's been helpful. It, it is well worth the cost of admission um, on the Patreon, and especially to to get us to get Matt to join the human race again and watch some dang movies. Oh um, my gosh! <laughs> listen,
0: I am so I, listen. I, as we approach, we're ten away, folks. Ten away from Matt literally climbing out from under the rock he's lived under for the last 35 plus years and has he's watched i think like the wizard of oz when it was on tv one time when he was like four and that's it Like i'm not sure that he's ever seen another movie all the way through i say that and it sounds like i'm joking and i'm i'm you know being hyperbolic but
1: it's the no, truth it is true and so it is the absolute truth. as we <laughs> get
0: as we get towards 69 patrons my anxiety, Bill, is because I want to make sure that we have the right movie picked out. So when we get, this is the, this is the teaser, right? As we get to 64, four, will be five away. Mm-hmm. We're going to start putting some polls out of trying to slice up the first, like, two, three, four movies that we watch with Matt. Because I think it's important. we got to have a good opener. We have to throw a strong opener that he thinks, you know what? I have him missing out, and I really want to do this. So I hope we can change his mind. And uh I hope it's fun, so all that said, no seriously, Curtis, thank you for the plug. that means a lot um you know coming from somebody like you that's been around for a while and you know it is it is a community I think a lot of people you know rag on us because we're not blah 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 this whatever with this community thing we have our own we have we have folks that that uh that drive with the way that we do things and that's that's cool it's just like the customer base like on the lawn care thing and so we appreciate you we appreciate. Uh, you know, your 58 brethren and sisters that do the same thing on the Patreon and then all the posts that just, you know, that hop on and watch this and listen to us on podcasts and everything else. It's it's truly a blessing for us to get up here and do this and talk all this nonsense uh, that's in our heads and people actually want to consume it. Why? We don't know, but uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So uh, last thing I'll say is this. And seriously, man, like we're rooting for you. I mean, I mean this from the bottom of our hearts, like we are rooting for you. Don't ever feel like you're alone. Don't ever feel like you don't know what to do. Do just seriously tag us. Pop a question in the Discord. I know we're busy. I know we're doing a lot of stuff, but I promise you we'll find a way to help any way we can. because, uh, like I said, we were you once. We are we were you once and you know we want to see you grow, thrive, and you know, make yourself, make your family proud. Man, and just yeah. I'm... Enjoy what you do.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. This sure. is all about That's the goal. Uh, loving what you do because in my beginnings, I didn't have this. Uh, you know, Ryan. You know what my source of information was uh, back in the early 1990s—the dusty, moldy basement of the university library, <laughs> where all of the archived, uh, you know, journals and research reports were kept. Right? Is that how your librarian fetish started? I
0: knew it. Ah, oh,
4: All this time It's,
0: it's finally been explained Alright with that ladies and gentlemen We're off to the after show Adult talk real talk only If you want to check us out for that Go ahead and click the membership button on YouTube Join get linked up with the discord Or go over and check us out on patreon.com Forward slash burn and return We will see you Sunday night for burn and return We'll see you back here next week For uh, wait Fill up Friday it's not Thursday, Thursday next week It is Philip Friday with our guy Robert Palmer turf is going to be on. So cannot wait for that live from uh, 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 kind of a a, a weird spot to be in in Germany right now, but we'll check you on (laughs) the flip side. Thank you all so much. Have a great evening.